everybody. Welcome back to Sapphic Survival Guide, where we are queer to answer your questions. Class is now in session. I'm Sev. I'm Gina. And I'm Cheyenne. And this week, oh, I'm so excited. I feel like I say that every week, but I'm so <laughs> excited because we're talking about queer awakenings. <laughs> Come on. Like it to be some, some sort of thing. No, I'm... <laughs> I mean, the fanfare is in the title itself. I'm just, True. it's such a good one. I want to know your queer awakenings, but I want to know like character wise, like media, but I also want to know your like IRL queer awakenings, like someone. You so know. I love that you mm. say that because this is, that's kind of why I'm not going to lie, Sev. I'm sorry. I kind of hate this topic and this question <laughs> because I feel like people ask it and everyone's just like, Oh my God, my queer awakening was Shigo. And I knew from the second that I saw Shigo that I was so gay. And I was like, wow, that must mm-hmm. have been fucking nice. I wish something like that happened to me. Right. So I get so bitter because I'm like, I don't know. I don't have a character. So I'm glad and that you recognize that it isn't just some random TV show character always. It could be other things too. Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah, I definitely like I. So I posted to like intro this topic. I posted my three top cartoon characters just because mm-hmm. I knew that that like gets the conversation going because people that's people love, a, car- people think people of, love yeah. a cartoon character for some yeah. reason people love a sexy cartoon yeah for sure but I mean, like, and I mean men too your character queer awakenings were bisexual oh. uh <laughs> Danny mean, Phantom and his girlfriend Sam I did love Danny I was Phantom, like but I feel like it's okay to love fictional men because yeah. like a little like non-binary you know what I mean like he he, he was, was queer-coded really kind masculine. of I think yeah. oh he yeah. was told and he was a little like emo boy come on yeah anyways yeah. who were the characters you posted the characters I posted Kida from Atlantis mm-hmm. that woman walked on the Daddy. screen with her skirt the yep. her skirt up to her thighs, yeah, literally just and, I went. <laughs> and then ja- Princess Jasmine obviously yeah. only in the red Obvious. costume no she was hot in all the ones, other one the like... other one was good but the red costumes when i yeah. really like it was like dude it's eyes sexy. eyes open yes. you know yes <laughs> and then the classic shigo which gina yeah. shit it on it's not that no, i'm it's, on shigo i'm just literally that everybody else knew after looking at but her I, feel like I, I, mean, didn't, I didn't know i feel like i looked at her and i was like ooh, like something about her makes my parts tingle but like i didn't yeah like, know beyond i didn't that. know what it meant i just went yeah Oh, I like to watch this show. Yeah, I like when she. <laughs> like, I like to rewatch all the episodes with Shigo. Like yeah. something's going it wasn't on. Wasn't Kim Possible's here. pointy boobs and midriff? I mean, she was hot too. That's probably why I like redheads <laughs> yeah. and goth girls. Oh, I love. But... <laughs> yeah, listen, when Kim and Shigo fought, yeah, so much. There tension. was some tension, mm-hmm. <laughs> and like I know it was a kids show. They there did that on purpose. Yeah. They did. <laughs> Dude, did you have any like, real sexual awakenings though? Like anyone like in your real life, like ooh, this girl I went to camp with or this girl? Maybe in, my- in high school. So I, I've talked a couple times about that campsite that we had as yeah. a kid and what they would have me do is scope out the weekender girls and yeah. like. Was and, there one in particular or were you kind of like, ooh, like these I ones think are it was every time? Yeah, like every weekend there'd be a new group that I'd be like, okay, these yeah. are the cute ones. Yeah. Were you, yeah, were you like awakened because you were seeing them through the eyes of your guy friends? Ma- like, in like a way? that's what I'm thinking, maybe, but I was kind of in denial because I was like, nah, I'm just being the guy's girl. Like I'm just helping them out. Like I'm just the cool girl helping them yeah. meet yeah. pretty girls. And then I'm like, yeah. Girl. And you're like, you're picking out the girls that you like to live that Exactly. <laughs> so, Gina, I what about you? Who were your queer awakenings 
if not a media related like IRL. I think Mm -hmm. that if I was going to be completely honest, my queer awakening would be Tumblr gifts, Mm -hmm. gifs, whatever the fuck. Tumblr gifts. I can think of ones that I literally saw once when I was like 13 that like are like embedded into my mind that I couldn't even Mm -hmm. go back and find again if I I wanted to. They're lost in the interwebs. Yeah. Yeah. Now that you bring that up. yeah totally yeah totally people who know me really well I think would be surprised that my immediate answer isn't Marilyn Monroe because I've been obsessed with Marilyn since I was really Mm -hmm. young but that is Mm -hmm. actually a case where like I actually Mm -hmm. did want to be her yeah Yeah. if you know what my girlfriend or my ex-girlfriend look like blonde's not really my type yeah um (laughs) and so like I admired her more than I sexualized her myself. The only other one I can think of as far as queer awakenings is probably my friend that I like kind of hooked up with in high school that Mm -hmm. I mentioned is married to a man now and I'm super bitter about it. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I mean, let me know if you guys split up. (laughs) Yeah. Divorce is a thing. See you at the reunion. I'm also just randomly remembered one. Miley Cyrus, I had a unnatural obsession with Miley Cyrus. Like <laughs> Hannah I, Montana or Miley Cyrus? Like Miley. Miley. Once Miley did the Can't Be Tamed music video, mm-hmm. everything changed. That I was just about outfit, to say Can't Be Tamed. Everything changed for me. I was like, I like We I- Can't Stop Miley because I like short hair. Ridiculous. Yes. We Can't Stop. But like, I can't love be- long hair. Can't be. I love long hair Miley, like with the extensions down to her waist. Man, mm-hmm. I could go on hours about Miley Cyrus. I fucking love that woman. I'm like thinking about more and more like awakenings I had. Yeah, I like, like the more we speak, aside. the more I'm like, oh, this yeah. One yeah too. What do you have, Cheyenne? What's yeah? On yeah, I, like I want to hear. For me, definitely Princess Jasmine. Um, mm-hmm. watching that '70s show, like in like high school, uh, I was like in love with Mila Kunis. Yeah, uh, I love so that. Beautiful. That's a classic. Yeah, yeah Mila Kunis uh, was classic. I was just telling my girlfriend about how I had a sex dream when I was like young about the hot fish from Shark Tales, the one that looks like Angelina Jolie. Oh, that fish, that's listen, amazing. Why? Why do they make animal yeah, why was characters? She so hot? fucking hot because they're trying to because you know i saw a tweet about it the other day and someone was like why did they make spirit the horse so fucking hot and i googled it and i was like oh my god i forgot about this Uh, so as we were talking we were talking about miley cyrus i remembered that i had an like i had like celebrity posters all around my room but one wall was dedicated to hillary duff just Hillary Duff. Like, I was just, like, in love with her. But, I like, in denial. Like a lot yeah. of queer people love Hillary Duff. Yeah. I made my girlfriend watch Rent the other day, and my grandma mm. had me watch it with her when I was, like, 11, <laughs> because we did Seasons of Love in chorus. And my grandma Aww. was like, oh, I heard about this movie. Let's watch it together. And it, like, opened me up to a whole new fucking world. Um, <laughs> <but> <laughs> Shout out to grandma. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, she, was, she was cool. She used to, she, like, was a nurse that specialized in, like STDs and she would go to like the gay bars and hang out condoms and shit but then like also take me to Catholic church every Saturday so she like was very like (laughs) duality of man multifaceted um yeah but anyways I told her that uh Maureen singing at the beginning of take me or leave me I was like I want Mm -hmm. every man and every woman to look at me as I walk down the street and I like really like felt that song (laughs) and like would sing it in the shower with my whole heart like still to this day I love it you know 
what? I don't want relatable. men to look at me anymore. That's <laughs> me with, um, I won't say I'm in love, Megara Hercules. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I song. and breathed that song mm-hmm. and that woman. You know what I know? Okay. You know what I love? Kiss the girl from The Little Mermaid. I really love <gasps> yes! that song. I was like, not gay. <laughs> Before we get into questions, we actually also asked all of our uh, friends and listeners to give us their uh, queer awakening. So I want to know what like the juiciest ones you guys got were. So some of the juicier ones, Mrs. Trunchbull from Matilda. Got a few no, of those. she's so scary. Oh, what? You got a few of them? You got more than one of those? Yeah, more than one. Oh, God, those people want to be dominated, don't I they? I was going to say, they, they like, mommy. have some No, they're not even like girlfriends. mommy. They're like mother. Mistress. <laughs> oh, Mistress my mother. They went, they skipped over Miss Honey and went to Miss Trenchable? Yeah, in that movie. Yeah. Have you seen Miss Honey? You had, you had Miss Honey. You even had Matilda's mom. She yeah. could have been. Yeah. She could Milk. Some people's votes. She was a milk. Oh got God! Paula Abdul specifically in Sesame Street. Zoe's dance moves. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, Paula was cute. Yeah, Paula. Like she was pretty. Um, the sun made raisin lady was a good one. Oh, the literal Virgin Mary. Someone said. <laughs> wow. Not um, even Magdalene. Meanwhile, no. Meanwhile, Cheyenne was terrified of the Virgin Mary. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm like, I don't want to. I don't want to be the next one. Um. Someone <laughs> said super super nanny. Super nanny and Mrs. Trunchbull. Those are two women in the same category. Yeah. Colette from another- Ratatouille. Miss mm. Piggy, the fairy godmother from Shrek. Oh, oh Vicky from Fairly Odd Parents. Icky Vicky. Uh, Icky Vicky was Angelica's kind of a mom from Rugrats. Yzma yes. from The Emperor's New Groove. <gasps> wow from Jersey Shore. Wow um, from Jersey Shore changed my life. Yeah. And then I also asked my girlfriend and my best friend. My best friend said Shell from Road to El Dorado. She was a baddie. And then Jesse and James from Pokemon. And then my girlfriend said Nani from Lilo and Stitch. <laughs> Oh my god, Nani. She was thick. I sourced from my exes. (laughs) Hell yeah. That's um, fun. Wait, wait, before we go into this. Did uh-huh. do you feel that you relate to any of these characters? Yeah, like do you feel like you like any of them dated. or look like any of them? Uh, but any of them have women. orange hair? <laughs> no, but to be fair, I didn't have orange hair when I was dating them. So mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I don't know. No, they, none of these describe me. My girlfriend <laughs> said her queer awakening was her elementary school teachers. That's not super strange. Not weird, but not. I don't think that I'm very like teacherly. Yeah, no, <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> My ex said Clea Duvall from in, in But I'm a Cheerleader. Mm-hmm. Another one said The Kiss from Cruel Intentions. Yes. Hot. I um, think I got one of that. That might have been my ex. On, they were on mine. The d- That's my ex. Yep. Oh, mm-hmm. there it is. I told you. <laughs> That's so funny. Nope, That's so funny. Um, my friends said they're middle school bestie and every mm. single character in the L Word season three. <laughs> I don't know if you guys got any answers from gay men specifically, but my friends who identify as gay men said Chris Evans in the Not Another Teen Movie Banana Scene, the prince from Cinderella, and Tarzan. Tarzan was was hot. Tarzan was my sexual awakening. (laughs) Wait, can I just tell you guys this one that I got? 
child yeah. me printed out a pic of boobs and licked it till it got soggy and then ripped it up and threw it away wow <laughs> I love this story, so thank you for sharing that the tarzan one also kind of <laughs> that oh, i what because princess fiona and shrek were definitely in my list of Stop. like as as ogres or as humans <laughs> I'm not gonna answer that. As one. ogres. That scene when they're on the beach. <laughs> that scene when they're on the As beach ogres. and she jumps on him. Is that what you like? <laughs> We're gonna let you guys uh, come to your own conclusions I, with that. Uh, I also had someone say the green MM. She is a baddie. I hate that they desexualized her they and let her be a thought. Oh my god, I saw a drag queen a couple months ago do a whole thing as the green MM. It was I love amazing. That. I love That's that. So great. <laughs> yeah, some of the ones I got, one of my favorites actually makes me giggle. <laughs> They said the trans stripper from Dude Where's My Car. It didn't age well, but it made me feel yeah. feelings. Another person said Missy from Bring It On. Well, I was gonna I say I transferred from Los Angeles. Your school has no gymnastics team. This is a last, this is last resort. resort from those fake uh-huh. ass dreadlocks. <laughs> yeah, that was a little problematic. Yeah, I was gonna say Haley from Stick It. Oh yeah, Haley was hot. That one in the oh my god. Yeah, Stick It was definitely gay. A very big queer awakening for me like especially the ice bath scene mm-hmm. wow and then i got one from a guy he said legolas from lord of the rings and then aragorn as well which diane and i definitely thought he was talking about aragorn a, a dragon but yeah. aragorn is just it was, a man it was that aragorn aragorn the dragon that we yeah. got it confused of and then but to be fair people did say the dragon from shrek so dragons can be sexy the dragon from shrek was good and then the last one i got was the tie-dye girl in the parent trap which is yeah lots of people said that yeah did you all watch um shot at love with tila tequila yes a little bit yeah because i I didn't know that i didn't know what was going on half the time because mm-hmm. I was just unaware that like people could date like, very confusing me. and intriguing I was like yeah. what is happening I was like can wait a minute she can she's allowed to have this happen yeah. so yeah. in all of these um in all these queer awakenings one of the questions that we got was what age did y'all know this person knew at four years old that's the problem is I feel like we're talking about these awakenings but I feel like mine weren't like holy shit I'm fuck I like women mine were just like something's fruity here but I'm not gonna address it (laughs) we're not gonna unpack this right now I'm I'm not gonna think about it and also like I for the longest time just thought all girls could acknowledge that girls were hot I was like a lot do a lot of but yeah I was like a lot of makes it more confusing yeah what about you Gina how, what what age if you could say an age I feel like maybe like when that thing happened with your friend in high school is kind of well, what it seemed like but. I was going on tumblr starting at like 12 13 14 like middle school mm-hmm. I definitely knew I was doing something that I had to hide so I knew on some level yeah. like yeah. oh I feel like mine hidden. was that same age range too for that tumblr yeah stuff. when I hooked up with my friend and we were like 15 16 mm-hmm. but actually yeah. what's interesting is I remember there was some tv show I was watching where it was like some sleepover and they were like we're gonna go around and tell everybody our deepest darkest secret and I remember being like what even is my deepest darkest secret like what would my answer for this be 
And that's when it like clicked on me like, oh, well, I guess my actual deepest, darkest secret is that I watch girls kissing on Tumblr mm-hmm. and something weird happens in my pants when I do that. Because I didn't even know what I was doing was masturbating. Right, like, right. There's no education around female masturbation. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know oh, what I was never. doing until yep. literally I was like 20. Yeah. Like, I was, yeah. Like, I was just telling not aware that I was masturbating. Oh, my God. That's yeah. so real. I, Yeah. <laughs> that I like what? used to like sex this guy kind of and he'd be like are you touching yourself and I'd be like well I'm rubbing the outside area and he'd be like what are you talking about and, like I meant the clit but like I didn't know what it was called it was like I was like 13 oh. maybe and I was like I'm rubbing oh. the outside part <laughs> like oh. around and he was like what and I was like I don't well, know that's how to like, that, to like I would masturbate without even taking my clothes off and so that's mm-hmm. I think why I didn't think it was masturbating and I did not understand understand that what I was doing was coming right I don't know yeah. what I thought it was like I just like didn't ask because I was like I don't want anyone to tell me to stop so right. I'm just, yeah yeah and some exactly. people masturbate just by like rubbing their like thighs together and that can like do it yeah for them, I have a lot of friends who used to hump pillows and mm-hmm. stuff yeah. I've heard yeah. of that I yeah. tried that it never worked for me <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so I don't know if I have an age, uh, going back to it I don't know if I have an age for me because I feel like with like my childhood trauma it made things confusing and then like yeah like we talked about it was like a slow realization of just like little things and like me being in denial like me literally having yeah. webcam sex on chat roulette and like being like eh, that's didn't happen um just being silly girls yeah, yeah this wasn't a question we got but how do you both feel about the phrase like by curious because I am not a fan of it I um, don't love it but I don't hate it I think it like can be used in an okay context if somebody is saying like I might be bisexual I haven't determined that for myself mm-hmm. yet I don't think it's okay if you're using it as an excuse to experiment with people obviously yeah. mm-hmm. so like I'm not like totally against it but it like makes me curious how they use the word right and if it's like problematic yeah. you know I usually yeah. prefer like when people say maybe like they're questioning instead yeah. of just like yes, and by curious because I feel like yeah. by curious gets this like stigma around it yeah and people like you said Gina people use it to just like justify using lesbians to have sex for a mm-hmm. wild crazy story and then they just never mm-hmm. speak to people again or something you know yeah so. I feel like it can have like a very like negative connotation and also it's like kind of like what I said to you said like relegating yourself to like having had that experience to be able to call your like identify yeah, a certain way yeah, exactly. so it's like if you're you thinking like you want to have sex with a girl maybe like you probably are bisexual queer something maybe you have sex with them and it wasn't what you thought wasn't what you wanted maybe it was just that person maybe it was in general you're like oh never mind I don't know I feel like you don't have to sometimes use exactly you can call yourself whatever regardless of your experiences yeah you yeah. know what I mean yeah I agree so break another time. question okay yeah let's do a break a little break be right back okay And we are back. The next question that we have is how many people actually have the holy shit, I'm gay epiphany rather than a slow realization? I feel like we don't have the numbers on this. We can't speak for it, but we can speak for ourselves. I feel like you probably know the answer uh, to yeah. this based off of what we've said. Um, but I, I would say that we all had like a slow realization, a slow burn. Yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, definitely slow. It was a slow burn. And I think it snowballed until it hit the bottom of the, uh, the hill and then we went, holy shit, I'm gay. But yeah. I think I get gayer and gayer every year. Yeah, yeah. And that's the beauty of queerness. 
<laughs> you just get more queer yes. all the time. Um, I am yeah, jealous I of the people who had the holy shit, I'm gay realization. Yeah, like, that's people... why I said in the beginning, like, this topic sometimes sucks because I'm just jealous. Yeah. Yeah. I get I that. Like and it's pretty I... rare, though. Like, I, I don't know. I yeah. feel like I don't know that many people who I've... have, like, one moment. I feel like it's super rare. And it's mm-hmm. funny because this question kind of ties into the next one, which is, why is it that all of my high school friends, including me, were queer, but none of us knew at the time? And it's like, how do all these queer people find each other before they even know that they're queer? Yeah. And it's like, is that it because to my we're college having these little... friend group too? Yeah. yeah. Is it because we're having these similar experiences in life and we feel like we relate to each other? Mm-hmm. But I like that could be something that I would think initially, but going through our conversation today, it was like, we weren't telling people about these feelings that we were having. So how would they know? Yeah. You know, I feel like Like, they mostly just like flock to people who are like more on the accepting and like liberal progressive, um, you know, woke side of things. Like, yeah. Yeah. On the spectrum. I Uh, think people kind of like find like people, whether they realize it or not. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't think you consciously think like, I like them because they're queer coded, but you're like, they're like me. I feel like also like when you come out, if you have friends who, you know, were questioning or who were like closeted, I feel like they feel safer to come out to you then. Um, So like, I I feel like I, when I first came out, I had no queer friends. Like I had like maybe, maybe one gay guy friend who was a little bit older than me who I hung out with once in a while. Now I have like three straight friends. Like I have like no straight friends. And it's just like, I didn't really make that many new friends that just more and more of them realized that we're coming out. Yeah. 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 I mean, I was, I thought I was straight when I met Cheyenne. So yeah, Cheyenne's just Cheyenne. Cheyenne is the queer agenda. I'm the queer and she's agenda. Yeah. Changing us all. <laughs> Don't tell your friends. Uh, <laughs> my my uh my high school friends like I'm kind of I am the token gay I think, mm-hmm. but my college friends it was very much like we found each other, we liked each other. One by one, everyone started to like get into some sort of queer relationship. And my one really, really good friend from college, I already really liked her just because she's like just dope. And then like when she first got in like a lesbian relationship, I was like, oh my God, I love you even more now. And then when I got in one, she was like, oh my God, I love you. And so like, we're (laughs) always like, love you, love you. Yeah. Love that you're happy. Yeah. Yeah. Thinking about like the queer friend group like coming out over time I definitely had friends that were part of the reason I wasn't open about my sexuality or like wasn't open to exploring it because they were so like prudish and like homophobic Mm -hmm. and just like close-minded and I like maybe that's them kind of but like I could not come out to them and like maybe they're cool with it today but I really don't know and I didn't feel comfortable Uh exploring that with them in my life yeah, I mean, I like I said, the whole group of guys that I hung out with, and then there were like two girls, that was my main friend group, and it was like, mm-hmm. if I were to even think about that back then, the guys would be like, oh, that's so hot. Mm-hmm. And then the two girls would have, I knew they were the type that would be like, you have a crush on me, I can't be around yeah. you. Like, yeah. you know, like yeah. it would have turned into that whole thing. That made me so scared that like people were going to think I was gay and I wasn't going to have any friends because they were all going to yeah. think I was in love with them. Yeah, like, that was, was like the they, there was a most threat of like terrifying ostracization yeah. if you came out or even like exactly. said anything to anyone. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I don't know that I was super scared to come out to my friends necessarily. Like, I, I don't like, know, I guess school? I was. I mean, at least in high school, I didn't worry about that. For me, like, I, like, 
like I would hear about like my friends like having sleepovers where they'd all kiss each other like to practice and I was like no one ever has those sleepovers with me like I was like why am I not they're gonna know that's so funny it's something totally that it like comes with the whole compact type thing like Mm -hmm. Like you were saying, Cheyenne, like they ne- you don't even want to say like yeah, you even any, kind like, of like, you didn't want to even hint. Like I didn't even I wasn't like I have a girl crush. Like I could not say that I had girl crushes. Yeah. Like I mean, maybe a little bit, like once I got a little bit older, but I was like, I can't let them know that yeah. I think girls are pretty. Yeah. Another point, like completely off topic of all of our points so far about this high school friends question is like. I realized that a lot of the people that came out as queer, excluding me, I think, because I was never in like clubs or organizations, but there were some very queer clubs and organizations that people could join. And it's Mm -hmm. like, you were all friends if you were in theater and yeah, yeah, you were fruity, you know? So I think similar, and that this could go into a stereotype probably, like if we delve deep into it, but like, certain interests are more likely to have queer people in them than not just like Mm -hmm. stereotypically and in our society like I'm thinking of theater kids for one but like anime club I yeah I immediately thought anime (laughs) we had an anime club at our high school and it was we had a we had a GSA before you were there but it was it like died it died we did you say I just thought I was the A? <laughs> yeah. No, I love that. We all thought we were the A. We all were like, oh my God, I'm such a good ally. I'm an ally. Like, I just really oh. care. <laughs> all right. So our last question that we have, how can the community support people who realize they are queer later in life? Slash, how can you find support as a late bloomer? I just don't think that people are coming out as late as they think, especially like the yeah. pandemic really surged all these people coming out and, you know, don't blame yourself. Come pets mm-hmm. real. But I don't think yeah. there's a lack of support. Like if someone's being unsupportive of somebody who's out and a part of our community there, that's on, that's them for being a bad queer, bad queers, mm-hmm. bad. bad yeah, queer. I, had, I had someone ask me the other day, they were like, I'm 20 and I can't find love. Am I going to be single forever? And it's just like, you're a child. Bitch. I'm 27. I'm <laughs> a child. I'm a yeah. baby. I'm but a little honestly, infant. I mean, as the youngest one in the group, I'm going to defend <laughs> the youngins here. And like, Think of, God, remember when you were 20 and how no. fucking old you thought you were? No, I didn't. I thought no. I was old as shit. No, I, I never actually, felt that I feel way. like I thought I was like older then than I feel now. Like as I get Yeah, older, I, I thought I was like, God, when I turned 20. I'm an I old like, maid. I'm not a teenager. All of my friends are getting married off. <laughs> Yeah, no, I like, have perpetual imposter syndrome, and I'm like, I'm just, I'm just cosplaying as this almost thirty-year-old who pays yeah. bills. And true, no, well, but honestly, my mom always feels ha- the same way. Yeah. And my mom's forty-seven. That's what I'm saying. I think I'm gonna feel inadequate That's, for life. I think I, I think I go back and forth with it because sometimes I'm like, I am, I just have the mind of a fourteen-year-old, but then I'm also yeah. like, oh my god, I am decrepit. Like I am I mean, dying. I am I'm jealous the of the people who came out in high school or middle school or no in the teenage mm-hmm. years. But I just don't think that like I would consider a late bloomer people who came out like in their 40s post a marriage, yeah. not okay. in their late 20s. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think, like Gina said, if there are people that aren't supporting you, that's not a reflection of the community because I feel like most of us would be like, fuck yeah, dude. Like, yeah, come on, let's you. go. Living your truth. Yeah, like, yeah. welcome to the community. So, do you need the gay BCs? Like, <laughs> yeah, like maybe 
I was just going to say, I don't even know how I would support people in this position because I don't know that many people that are way older than me. And maybe that's a question for the older queer community is how are you being supportive to people that are coming out? Um, mm-hmm. This isn't really what the person asked, but I'm thinking, okay, it's not really support, but like if you just had your like queer awakening kind of later in life and you like don't have experience and it's kind of like intimidating, daunting, even if it's not later in life, I feel like a big thing you can do is just like be honest that you're in that position and like not go into it in like an experimental like we were talking about earlier not be looking for an experiment not be looking to just like and if you are just looking for like one hookup with someone let them know and be open about your situation and yeah hopefully you find a good person who like wants to help you like help you into your foray into your gayness mm-hmm. um but I also think what a lot of people kind of overlook when they're first having sex or dating people like overlook the other people who are in those like same shoes like looking for someone else who doesn't have experience because there are a lot of people Mm -hmm. but I feel like they're like I need to find someone with experience to teach me but it's like no one's gonna be able to like teach you just figure it out on your own Mm -hmm. so it's better to kind of figure it out with someone else who's figuring it out instead of expecting one person to show you the ropes and know what to do like you guys can kind of co-create and figure it out together whether that be dating um having sex like being queer friends and like exploring yeah. the local queer community like I feel like finding other people who are in the same boat as you would be very beneficial and I feel like a lot of yeah. people go for like someone with a lot of experience and then that's when they like get scorned and they're like I guess I'll never try again you know what I mean yeah. I guess I'll never get that experience but I feel like if you're meeting someone who's in the same boat as you they can kind of help you figure everything out and exactly, I feel like that's a good yeah. way yeah. to figure it out yeah and I people. like I like that you mentioned the local community because I think also going back to our whole queer spaces episode there are definitely if not in real life online spaces communities groups of people connections you can make that are just people in the same boat as you or people who were in the same boat as you a couple years ago people Mm -hmm. that'll be able to help you out and give you support and that's why i love like some cities have like queer prom and stuff so you can like yeah so it's that yeah like i like things like that i like what you said cheyenne about like just be transparent i Mm -hmm. often like make a joke like oh i'm retired from men and i think that was often something i said when i like first came out but i think just making a joke like that like oh i just got out of the comp pet industry super happy to change fields like (laughs) just make it a joke yeah (laughs) like it doesn't have to be this big daunting thing like i feel like people put a lot of pressure on it and it is like scary and like a different thing than you've experienced before but like if you put all this pressure on it it's gonna make it like a more intense situation than it it yeah and it really doesn't need to be as big and crazy and you know yeah I feel like one of our big themes that we always talk about is like transparency and openness and how important it is for mm-hmm. in any of these topics that we talk about to just be open with like what you are what you're looking for anything like that so I think it's a good tie-in to everything we've talked about is just saying like transparency and openness is key yeah here here yeah here here all right, y'all. Well, on that note, make sure you're following all of our socials, Sapphic Survival Guide, anywhere except for Twitter, which is at Sapphic Survival. Mm-hmm. And you can also go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash Sapphic Survival Guide. We definitely want to hear from you. And it would really, really help us out if you could leave us a review wherever you're listening right now.
And I'm Sev. You can follow me on Instagram at seven dot months. That's all spelled out S E V E N dot M U N S or Twitter, which is seven months, same as Instagram, but without the period in the middle. And on TikTok, I am lucky dot Sev. You can follow me, Cheyenne, at Hot Mespian on all social media platforms. And you can find me on Instagram at Gina Finio, on TikTok at Bisexual Gina. You can go to my website, ginafinio.com. And you can listen to my Jersey Shore recap podcast. Um, hello, wherever you listen to podcasts. Class is not dismissed. Bye. Bye.